Hello. I'm Alexis. I'm Christina. And we are Pitapad. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the better ones. One of the better intros. It was. It was. It were, we were close enough. We were close enough to it. <laughs> I feel like eventually we will either have one that we'll have at the same exact time and we'll be like, this is not this is not how this works we're supposed to say it opposite times <laughs> right the one day that we actually get it right we're not gonna like it <laughs> so the bts meal is out yes it is it's been out for how long now i think about a week now a week i or think so i yeah, think I maybe about a week or so maybe like eight days nine days Yeah. So what did you think about it? Well, I'm glad that it's just like a 10-piece nugget meal because that's what I get normally anyway. (laughs) Um, But I always, I've gotten it three times already. (laughs) And every, because I tried it once for myself and then two of my friends wanted to try it. So like the separate times that I hung out with them, we had it. And each time I felt a little embarrassed to go up to the window. So I would order on the app for curbside pickup. Because <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But yesterday when I got it with my friend, you know, she wanted to go inside. So I had to be like, yeah, can I have the BTS meal? For those of you who don't know, the BTS meal is basically a 10-piece nugget meal, which is a 10-piece nugget box full of 10-piece nuggets and a drink. <laughs> And fries? I think it comes with yeah, fries, fries, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes with two special new sauces that are that are chosen, in quotes, by BTS. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it, right? It's just a 10-piece nugget meal with special sauces. Yeah, I think- <laughs> yeah, that's literally it. And you can just pick, like, if you want medium or large size. Yeah. Personally... I'm 10 piece nuggets for me. I've never gotten 10 piece nuggets. I always get the 20 piece because I know that I just go through 10 pieces like absolutely nothing. I'm the type of person who watches TV while I eat food. So of course, everything just just goes down (laughs) to my stomach is never thought of. So of course, 10 piece, I'm like, oh, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) So I personally got a 20 piece with no drink because I got myself boba oh so I I had the Alexis meal if you may <laughs> the Alexis meal <laughs> and so basically the sauces so explain the sauces to the people so we have I guess it's hard to explain really because they both have kind of a kick to it but we have Cajun sauce which is more of a creamier sauce one could say you know maybe she like like honey mustard or something like that that might be your thing um definitely in my opinion inspired by like like the usual like cajun seasoning that you put on like (laughs) seafood or like fries and stuff because it kind of tasted like that and then we have sweet chili which when you first bite into it at least for me like all i tasted was something sweet and then the savory kind of came afterwards like the little little bit of spice that it had but it's not really creamy. I don't know how to explain that. It's almost like a sweet and sour sauce. It's like not like a McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. I would say it's more of like a Wendy's sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, like it's like clear gelatin type sauce. (laughs) (laughs) With like little specks of like pepper in it or whatever. I personally am a changed person because I love that new sauce the the i i forgot the name which one is the not the cajun one you the just sweet chili. said it the sweet chili <laughs> <laughs> me being a changed person but yet forgot the sauce that i like have been changed from um but yeah like it's so good the sweet chili sauce it like really is i could take a bath in it no not a bath like a whole bath just give me a hundred piece from mcdonald's and a bath full of sweet chili sauce (laughs) you know what 
I agree with you though. I think both sauces are good. Like I could eat both. But yesterday I literally just asked for sweet chili. I was like, you know what? Let's be honest here. There's only one sauce that I really, really want. And it's that one. So it's so good. And I'm not sure like what it is about it. It's just it's it's so good. good. Like it really it, is. McDonald's needed that one sauce that was like spicy, just a little bit more spicy than all the other sauces. Because I feel like their sauces, you know, they have the basic um, sweet and sour, and they have um, just like barbecue and stuff like that. They have mm-hmm. like the regular sauces, but they need that one that has like a little bit of a kick to it. Just right. they just needed that. They needed that, and they got it. Thank you, BTS. <laughs> Yes, thank you. I do kind of wish the sweet chili had, I think we talked about this, like, I wish it had a more of a kick to it, I guess. Not, like, an insane amount of spice, but if you eat more of it, like, at once, it starts to hit, like, settle in, so. Yeah, but you really can't add too much spice to it and expect it, you know, the wide range of Americans to enjoy it. Of course, of course, I'm Asian American, you're Latinx, but I mean, we are used to eating spice all the time, but then, you know, people will complain just in general because it's America and stuff like that. They should have made three, they should have made, or four, they should have made the originals and then extra spicy. <laughs> oh my up. God. <laughs> that would have been fun. Oh my god, yeah. I just hope it isn't limited to time. Because if I come back to McDonald's a year from now and they don't have the sweet chili sauce, I might complain to corporate. (laughs) My feelings are going to be... (laughs) No, I'm going to fly over to the Korean headquarters and I'm going to rob them. You're going to rob them of all their sweet chili sauces. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll just ask them for the recipe and then make it myself. I can imagine just like a big jar of sweet chili sauce in my house. <laughs> oh, you know how um, I've watched a lot of Korean dramas, but I noticed that I don't know if this is for every single Korean person out there, but they have a kimchi fridge. We mm-hmm. should just have a sweet chili fridge in our <laughs> houses. <laughs> we should just jars and jars full of sweet chili sauce to put on every single thing that we (laughs) you know have you ever tried yum yum sauce no i haven't oh yag yum sauce from like korean fried chicken no No? yum 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 sauce yeah from like hibachi places because that's another one that i would do that for oh it's like i haven't tried that it's really hard to explain what it is. It's like the same color and like creaminess as like the Cajun, but it doesn't taste like Cajun. <laughs> I don't know, but they put it like they put it on the side, they serve it on the side, and I put that all over my rice and chicken. Ooh. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like the best part. <laughs> do you have Chick-fil-A where you are? Mm-hmm. You do have Chick-fil-A? So in Texas, Chick-fil-A is like the biggest deal on the planet. Yeah, it's so, huge in my area too. Oh my God. Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce by the bottle. So good. The grocery store I work at actually started selling with the big bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh my God. I could put that on my nuggets. I could put that on my fries. Oh. I could basically live off Chick-fil-A sauce. I love it with all my heart. It's very good. It is really good. It is so good. Oh my God. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Even though you don't open on Sundays. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, now I want to eat like everything we just <laughs> everything yes. we just mentioned. The thing is that every single time I go to the supermarket, I always find myself going and getting nuggets. Like, even if it's, like, different types of nuggets, I have to get nuggets because it's just a good snack. I feel like in the middle of the day when you don't know what to eat and you don't want to make food, you just pop a couple nuggets in the microwave and you just have a grand old day. You know, you just have 
your sauces on the side and pick a couple and just have nuggets. Exactly. Like it doesn't have to make McDonald's. It just has to be nuggets. Exactly. I literally look forward to like days that I know that my mom's not gonna cook or like days that my parents are not home because I know I can get nuggets. Because <laughs> <laughs> like because apparently McDonald's like fries have like milk in them and my sister's lactose intolerant, but that works in my favor because then we always get Wendy's, which is my favorite nugget. Oh yeah, they have some really good nuggets. They have a little spice to them. Like that's what I like yeah, about them. Yeah, that's the thing. They're like a little flavor to them. I always get the spicy nuggets from there anyway, which I'm glad that they never got rid of. Yes. Oh my god. So this is my favorite combo when I go to Wendy's. I get the sea salt fries, mm-hmm. sea salted fries, mm-hmm. and then I put them in my frosty. Banger. Oh. I love doing that. My cousin was actually, I think, the first person to show me, and we were at a Wendy's. <laughs> she was like, have you ever tried dipping your fries in ice cream? And I was like, no. And then I was hooked. She's so good. It has a little bit of, like, that, you know, that chocolate pretzel kind of vibe to it, mm-hmm. where it's salty, but it has, like, a sweetness to it. Yeah. I love that sweet and Beautiful. salty. Like, I'm not huge with the sweet stuff like I prefer like salty savory snacks but sweet and salty like together it is so different like kettle corn kettle corn kettle corn Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) exactly have you ever tried caramel popcorn yes I have tried caramel popcorn I like it not as much as kettle corn but I do like I just personally I'm not a big popcorn fan Mm -hmm. but I love like flavored a little bit of spicy popcorn spicy popcorn yeah if you if you if you have like there's like seasonings you can buy in the supermarket there's like a certain type I think it's like a spicy kind of look to it and you you like sprinkle it it's like a salt you salt Oh, it's not only salt. It's like you spice up the popcorn mm-hmm. that you already have, and it's so good. Oh my god, <laughs> that and sweet popcorn. Sweet popcorn is also good. I have to try that at some point because it sounds good. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm I'm not like I'm like a person who can take like extreme spiciness. Like mm-hmm. I can't take. Um, I can't take like really spicy ramen because it's still like really really spicy and stuff right, right. but I like a little bit of spice a little bit if I have a little bit of kimchi on the side like that's that's good like I need a little bit of kimchi on the side with like my meat and my rice because mm-hmm. it's just it just brings everything together and just makes this, like it just has like, a range of flavor I feel like I need flavor is so important <laughs> <laughs> It really is. Seasonings of any sort on most foods, because some of them you don't really need them, but on most foods are essential. Exactly, exactly. Speaking of spice and flavor, um, this recent week we had our 13th anniversary. Well, not of the podcast, because we just barely started, (laughs) but 13th anniversary of Shiny being shiny. Yay! Thank God for that <laughs> and for the continuation of the group I, into the future. I try to connect it. I try to connect a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> you do well. You do a great job. So I guess a good rundown would be who is Shiny? Well, <laughs> could, they be, could they be considered like a contemporary band? Because I've seen that, but I also see different descriptions of what they are. Like they're a K-pop, like boy band, I guess, quote unquote. Even though they're all like over 30 now, pretty much. <laughs> right. It's like, um, I, I still say contemporary because that's how they were introduced. I feel like yeah. 2008 when they were introduced, they were known as a K-pop guy group. I would say guy group more because they're like not boys anymore. Right. Um, right. K-pop guy group, even though that just sounds weird. <laughs> K-pop man um, group. <laughs> K-pop man band. 
<laughs> no. A K-pop guy group that is, um, I guess, known of or has is supposed to be a group that's supposed to be testing different ranges of concepts. Correct. So they really, you could never predict what they're coming out with next, basically. Exactly. And it's a five-person group. Correct. Um, and they're just, and they're just good guys. They're just really good, funny guys. Oh my God. I don't know how to explain them really well. How would you explain our good old shiny? Well, I feel like maybe we should do like individually because they all have their own little traits that kind of make up the whole right so we have the oldest member Onyu, also known as Lee Jinky um how do I explain him he's I guess he is the leader of the group he's main vocalist excellent singer check out his solo album voice (laughs) 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 but he's very much so like a parental figure he's a caretaker um definitely kind of like a shoulder to lean on for the rest of the group i would say he's kind of like a shy guy but when he's around people he's comfortable with then he gets a little like wacko (laughs) (laughs) has very weird talents like he can spin stuff on his finger or he can like crack walnuts open with his fingers (laughs) (laughs) but yeah great guy very loving guy would you like to describe another member yourself or do you want me to do all five of them do all five i want to see what your interpretation is okay i'll go in age order okay so next we have our beloved jonghyun probably like the best singer composer lyricist like ever (laughs) um A lot of people, like, one of the first things they talk about is that he's a short guy, but I personally don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, like, you see him in pictures with, like, heels and stuff and things like that, because I just think he rocks it. Like, I couldn't wear heels and walk around as well as he could. (laughs) So I love that. Um, I love his teeth. I know people talk about that, but I just think he has really pretty teeth. Like, they're very straight, very shiny. (laughs) No pun Uh, intended. Yeah, he has. I'm just gonna call it a sausage dog because I forget the the literal term. But he has dachshund. A, he has a dachshund named Rue, who we love very much. Um, he has a couple tattoos, which I think, from what I saw on Twitter, inspired a lot of fans to get some too. Because they're like, oh well, if this cool guy's doing it, I might as well. This cool guy. <laughs> not like that. It's not as cheesy as that, but. Um, honestly, I say him and Jinky are alike in the way that they have very big hearts, and Jonghyun is very outspoken on topics that he finds important that he thinks people should know about, so I really appreciate that about him. Um, next in line, we have Mr. Kibum. Mr. Kim Kibum, also known as Key. One thing that I do notice a lot is that even like 13 years into his career, people are still like, oh, the sassy one. (laughs) I hate that. And I like, even like for the longest time, I like, even though I didn't like it, I couldn't really figure out the proper way to describe who he is. But I feel like, yes, he is a fashionista. Yes, he's interested in fashion, but it's not just an interest. It's like he himself is an artiste like (laughs) he designs all these like concert outfits and all these like stages and he has like a degree in that he's a very smart man he's very caring you know when Taman was enlisting that he prepared a whole bunch of like food for him and that he bought him like soles for his boots but he bought him an extra pair so he could make friends and give them away He's so caring. He's such a little angel. <laughs> but um, I guess in their own way, I feel like the, the three oldest members are like the parents. <laughs> like I also see like um like a motherly figure, I guess. 
But I feel like he's also the one that's not afraid to like reprimand them if they ever go like off the walls or something. True, true, true. Yeah. So that is key. Also, I forgot to mention, but check out all of Jonghyun and Ki's solo stuff as well. Yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> okay. Next in line, we have you know Mr. What? Flaming Charisma himself. <laughs> yes. It is, this man is like the definition of like well rounded, like Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. This Worldwide. Man, this man does like a, literally everything. Like he's the athletic one the one like literally the most supportive man ever like he will be at any event he could literally be the busiest man ever but he'll fly immediately after being done with one thing to go watch like Taman's concert or something that's just how he is it's very very caring amazing with kids I've seen such a great guy he's a big heart I mean they all do but there's something different about like just I don't know the way that he it's just like kids come to him I don't know like uh, I would come to him. <laughs> right? <laughs> he has a really pretty voice, which I forgot to mention for Key, but Key is a vocalist <sighs> slash rapper. Minho does oh the same God. thing. All of them. All of them are vocalists, honestly. Exactly. Exactly. And all of them can pull off a little rap. You know? Not that we've heard all of them doing it, but I'm sure they could. Um, also, may I just add? Yes, please. Minho... Minho is the definition of a woman author slash illustrator <laughs> designing her perfect man. Like, if anything, Minho is written by a woman. He is written by a woman. He is the definition of your, your basically your first lead in any kind of K-drama whatsoever. Like, he is athletic. He is charismatic. He is a confident, beautiful beautiful man absolutely he has a warm heart he is the definition of beauty grace visuality concept <laughs> driven beautiful beautiful aura all of them have beautiful auras and are beautiful beautiful men absolutely can i just shout out mr minho himself like <laughs> He continue, really continue. Full package. <laughs> Basically, what we're trying to say is, you know, it's a full package. Oh, once you're in, you never go out. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, if your parents ever wanted an ideal man for you, this is the Ooh, number one guy. Like, this is the man. <laughs> he buys. He doesn't buy you flowers. He buys your mom's flowers too. <laughs> so true. So true. He's always thinking about everybody. Oh, okay, and then talk about Mr. Um, Chaos, Chaos himself. Mr. Chaos himself. One thing you will learn is that what you see in performertainment is not at all who he is. No, he's a baby boy. <laughs> he is a sweet little baby cheese, like we like to call him. Absolutely adorable. Definitely likes to cause trouble for his older mm-hmm. brothers, but we love him for it because it makes for some great comedy. <laughs> great singer one of the best dancers last performers like alive hello oh yes as an amazing little cat which we've talked about before mr kungi herself <laughs> <laughs> yes Taman is one of those people that's like i feel like he's always reinventing himself or like he's just reinventing k-pop every time he comes back oh exactly exactly he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't follow the trends. He makes the trends. Every single little boy that goes into SM Entertainment and says, I want to be a K-pop idol or I want to be a K-pop dancer slash visual literally is in love with Taemin. They are always drawn to Taemin or Taemin is their inspiration. Because mm-hmm. Taemin is... I have no words to describe <laughs> how amazing he is as a person. And he is an amazing, amazing artist. And he is not just the baby of the group. He is he is one of the five faces. Like there is all five faces are unique in their own special way. And Taman is just one of those faces. And people just love him. Like he's just a really cool guy. <laughs> he really is. And I feel like he's like one of those people that I think all of them can be that way, but he's one of those people that like 
can very easily adapt different situations like they put them in super m or like between solo and shiny activities or like flying from japan to korea like he can he can speak multiple languages shout out to key he can do that too but like he can just do everything they can all do everything if you want a dynamic group that never strays from perfection and they're hard on themselves to how perfect they have to be mm-hmm. someone who can prove all of your friends wrong that say k-pop is just a bunch of visuals and boys that can just dance and sing because shiny is that group shiny is that group with amazing vocals rap they can all rap if you give them a chance they can all rap mm-hmm. somehow some way <laughs> basic multiple languages they are they're basically five five good boys that you could just show to your mom and your mom be like just go and have an amazing life with one of them (laughs) (laughs) exactly and they're one of those groups not that there aren't other groups that do this but I feel like out of the groups that I see and they're one of those that you genuinely feel like a connection with like they always make sure that you understand what you mean to them and like what role you play in their career they just always are so appreciative of like us as shawls and like literally everything they have and it's like you don't have to thank me I should be thanking you exactly exactly oh my god um recently I guess we should talk about this recently um Taman has gone to the military mm-hmm. um and he's gonna be gone for a whole year and a half right Mm -hmm. and it's just like what are your thoughts of not seeing him for a whole year and a half I feel like it hasn't hit me yet just because we have advice being so fresh but (laughs) when like comebacks start to happen or like when I'm going through like school or something and I find myself listening to like his like his old stuff like the same stuff over again I'm gonna be like where's this man at (laughs) where's this man at yeah and I always feel like the thing with enlistment is that at first it feels really slow and then you kind of like forget you're like oh wait (laughs) like they're actually enlisted like they're not going to be releasing anything and then when it's over it feels like it went by really fast like time is so warped during the whole like enlistment arc of their life enlistment arc is this like anime (laughs) yeah this is the shiny enlistment arc it's almost over (laughs) But one thing I will say is that, okay, I understand. Taman is the baby. We've had him around literally the entire time. We've been stands, most of us, at least people that I follow on Twitter. But some people are, like, looking at, like, um, the meals that, like, soldiers get fed or, like, looking at the training that he's going to have to go through. And they're like, Taman can't be put through that. Like, we need to get him out of there. And I'm like, he is a grown adult. He is a grown adult. And he, he can, can take do care it. of himself. <laughs> exactly. He's been buffed before. He knows how to work out, honey. <laughs> exactly. Like everybody's like, we gotta get him out of there, like in all caps. And I'm like, we don't. Like he's absolutely gonna be fine. Like thinking, you know, he already went through it and they came back beautifully. So did a whole bunch of other idols. And I know Taman can do it. <laughs> he's gonna be okay. <laughs> but I understand as well that some fans probably haven't gone through enlistment like for some of the new shovels they don't, mm-hmm. they don't get it so yeah I mean for me especially it was more of like so Heyman for me was like my first ever bias in k-pop ever mm-hmm. so just like seeing him grow throughout you know I started in 2016 so of course I started Preset era and it just like went through everything and I I've never really strayed from not seeing him for so long um especially kind of like kind of it felt more genuine during the time when everyone else was listing so this was when Jinky was listing and Key was listening and Minho was in the Marines having a ball whatever he was doing <laughs> over there and um <laughs> and it's just like it's like damn he's he's really gone you know like it's it's like it hasn't really hit me like to the point mm-hmm. where I feel like I feel sad about it it's more of just kind of like oh I mean, of course, this is our last one. So once we get through Tayman, we won't worry about listening for the rest of the time ever. Right, right. Um, but it's been like, as a Tayman, it's like especially so hard for us because it's like, damn, 
our baby's gone you know like of course he's not a baby but it's like damn you know like our our little English speaking boy he's he's trying to learn English right now mm-hmm. our little our little man is gone you know like it's <laughs> I mean of I, I mean, I felt this way about all of Shiny, of course, because Shiny is Shiny, and it mean they mean all mean so much to me. And I remember when Onu left back in 20, 2018? right? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was it was hard. Do you have anything to add about when Onu left? <laughs> well, let's just say I was in my bag. <laughs> you were in your bag. <laughs> That, I mean, yeah, I guess that was like a different time because, you know, I had only been a f- like a fan for about two years at that point, almost three. Not that I wasn't mature enough at that age, but I was still like at that point with Jinkyo, I was like, ah, like super cheesy about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I cried. I guess because the enlistment came out of nowhere which it usually does but for some reason I was just like really upset and then I went through it but we got updates and that made it much better and I was at that point where I was maturing as a k-pop fan so I was like I can listen like to other groups it's really not that big of a deal (laughs) like I don't need to have one group so like getting into other groups at that time or just listening to like other stuff it didn't necessarily have to be k-pop made it so much easier because I didn't feel so restrained I guess by like <laughs> the, the stands not really the exactly and I mean I guess this goes for right now and it goes for back then we had I mean back then we had Taman. Damon was doing every single thing known to man like mm-hmm. I don't even I can't even comprehend how much he did in the in the years and a half it was multiple of course it was like two years right um a good two to three years of just payment and he would like <laughs> he would like steal key's clothing when he's in the military <laughs> yeah and he would forge signatures because he was the only one there <laughs> he would <laughs> he would go into super m and he'd make all these like little like tiny little friends of course they're not all tiny they're like you know their <laughs> 20s and stuff but for him yeah. they're like his tiny little friends and he would go to LA and he would go around the world and stuff like that and I mean we never really missed Shiny as much as I think other groups sort of do like I feel like when it comes to K-pop groups you always have like this sort of like longing for updates mm-hmm. and I feel like when it came to when it came to Shiny Taemin was Taemin was always there for us when everyone else was gone and right now who knows I mean Minho is talking today today I heard he was in an interview and he's talking about his new solo album that he's thinking about making real soon so yeah Key's having a comeback in July on you in September if that schedule like continues as they said but we shouldn't fear we shouldn't fear I feel like the like I didn't cry when Taman left. Like of course it felt like it's a little like ouch. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, like I felt really heavy, but I feel like the thing that made me more sad was thinking about how the members feel, if that makes sense. Like Exactly. That's their little man. <laughs> their their little baby. man. <laughs> like for them knowing that Taman did so much for them when they were gone and like Minho made that comment on his Instagram post, I think, about how, like, he had been with him since he was in, like, sixth grade. And to see him now is so crazy. I was like, no. (laughs) They literally raised him. And especially, this isn't, this this is just more of just shiny. This is more of, like, K-pop in general. Absolutely. Like, the K-pop concepts that have come since Taemin has decided to do a solo career, has started in shiny. He started, I mean, when he started training, he was, like, 12 12 13 years old like can you can you imagine just like your entire life being a transcend of the industry like if people are gonna miss you like k-pop in general is missing Taemin right now because of course after advice right now we're like a month in and of course we're not like missing him missing him but right they will they will I mean it's Taemin is 
one of the faces of k-pop and i don't mean this like in a i don't mean this like in a i'm a shawul and i say what i say i mean this in like k-pop is gonna miss taemin absolutely big time <laughs> like when he comes back i'm expecting like million seller taemin <laughs> oh yeah definitely definitely like he's if you don't know Taemin and you know K-pop, you haven't been paying attention, sweetheart. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, just like the amount of like covers that you see out there, like you said, the amount of idols who express Taemin as being like their inspiration, or just if you see him on like shows and you see how like the MCs and stuff treat him, like everybody just really loves him. As they should. yeah and even though and even though he's not like he's not a baby anymore he's like 28 now 28 he's he's always going to be the baby of k-pop like that's the thing like he's not he's like he's a grown-ass man and then I see like mcs and of course it's suju so of course it's like super junior is usually mc and you they see Taman, they still see him as a 13 year old he's a grown man <laughs> yeah like they always want to take care of him i mean i'm sure he likes getting taken care of he's oh he loves stinker. that <laughs> but <laughs> yeah the one thing i the one thing i like is that like at least for the other members and i'm sure it'll happen with came in but shovels like continuously talk about them and they bring up like all this old stuff or they're like talking about what to look forward to so i never really was like super sad if that makes sense because like yeah yeah they always made it comfortable and they're like yeah like we're just gonna party and i was telling (laughs) i was telling my one my one friend on twitter i was like when we get through Cayman's enlistment, like, I f- probably will feel like I can go through anything at that point. Because, like, exactly. I mean, this is over. We did that. <laughs> they did that. More so because I didn't really do anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It. Me too. Me too. And the only person who didn't update us was Mr. Lee Jinky himself. Everyone else was doing, like, letters and stuff. And Minho was still talking about random things that he's doing in the military and the Marines. He was in the Marines. Um, but yeah, Mr. Lee Jinky doesn't really do Instagram or do the school social media. So it was like, where is he? It was so crazy because when he was gone, he was literally like gone. <laughs> literally, like up until when he started the musical, <laughs> it was probably like next to nothing. <laughs> the crazy thing is that he's not even that old he's like in his 30s right now but it's like you're not a like a but the thing is that we still kind of treat him as if he's you know like an old man because he's kind of an old man he doesn't know how to do technology that well <laughs> he's like an old soul he just likes to do like pottery and like <laughs> cooking and stuff <clears throat> i oh love God. him though. we love him though Oh, he's great. He's an amazing person. Like, all of them, if there's an, ex- if you listen to this podcast and you don't know who Shiny is, please look into them. Like, Absolutely. this is just more than just K-pop in general. It's more than just Korean lyrics. This is genuinely, like, a good group to listen to. Because they're amazing vocally, amazing dancers. They, they never, they never, you never expect what they're going to do. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, they had one comeback that was called One of One. And it they literally decided to do a 90s concept out of complete nowhere. And they had cassette tapes. Like, literally, they sold cassette tapes with their album. Like, who does that? No one did that. Right. Absolutely. Oh, they're just amazing group of dudes. Like, <laughs> right? Oh. I just, I don't, what was your, do you have a moment where you realized that this was going to be a group you're going to listen to the rest of your life? That's a good question. Because I feel like it all happened so fast. Like, I remember the moment where I was like, I'm going to be a jinky stan probably forever. But not like the group as a whole. Because I feel like once, like that very first day, the fact that I watched One Envy and I just, kept watching meant a lot 
because I find it hard to get into music anyway. Like I find it hard to commit myself. So the fact that I didn't even think about it, I was like, yeah, let's go. I'm watching everything starting from now. I think what really solidified it was finding like you and like other friends on Peach and stuff to kind of share the experience with. Because I feel like we all kind of grew together. And like, not that it was a prison or anything, but like I didn't have a chance to like (laughs) not be surrounded by them. But me not being upset by that was very eye-opening. Like it was the first group where I was like, yeah, like this is genuinely comfortable and I would not Mm -hmm. mind this. Exactly, exactly. Don't mean to get my bag here or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for me, it was more of just, I remember the first lesson to view, because I feel like if anything, view is like, oh, I wouldn't say it's, but it is my <laughs> favorite K-pop song of all time. Like that says a lot. Mm-hmm. That is my, because I don't really choose favorites most of the time. Like I, it takes me, it takes me so long to get about things. Like people are like, what's your color? And I'm like, can I pick like five? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't right I'm not type of person to like be like this is a favorite color and I, I stand by it um it's just I mean like when I say view is like my turning point I feel like it was my turning point because I remember the first time I watched the dance it wasn't even like the actual envy it was the dance performance video I watched it really and it wasn't even the, the crazy thing is that it wasn't even the envy I don't even remember it being the envy at all it was the dance performance video. It was randomly on my YouTube. Like, I already, I, of course, it's because probably, you know, the algorithm caught me because mm-hmm. I was listening to Stand By Me from Boys Are Flowers, because which is also by Shiny, by the way, on Spotify. So, I mean, I was into the dance practice video and I was like, oh my God, my life has changed forever. <laughs> like, that moment, that just like that snap. I was like, oh my God, I love them. And I mean, of course, it's also added in probably Minho's amazing arms in that envy, which probably would have <laughs> awakened something in me, you know, other other things. But I mean, like, oh, their dancing was so good. And just everything was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the song I had in repeat for days, days on end. And I would only listen to, I feel like my first K-pop album I ever listened to was Mary's the Music. Great album. And that says so much. Because it's like one of the best albums in Cal K-pop history, pretty much. Exactly. And um, also it like really, really helped, you know, being friends with you and being friends with all my friends on Peach and everything. Because I had, I literally had a group of people that I can like talk to about shiny so right. I feel like for so long I didn't have any friends who like shiny mm-hmm. you know because that was really hard to find back then I don't know why I agree or it was hard to find people that like it sounds weird saying it but like we're as serious about it I guess as we were because like okay people maybe like shiny but maybe they don't know like more of their music besides like title tracks and maybe they were really just into like Tayman or something you know how it is mm-hmm. but like people that are genuinely into like shiny from a to z <laughs> like everything about it yeah when you find someone like that then you just want to hold on because yeah playing. you want to you want to continue this 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 good old shiny <laughs> train <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like every year i get like at some point during the year I get like this feeling where I'm like I can't believe I'm still here in a like relief kind of way because like Mm -hmm. I remember at least like when on you enlisted I was like I want to be there when he comes back but I really can't say for sure that in a year and a half I'm going to be the same person but like when he came back and it was like so much excitement and I still had like my little group of shallow friends I was like this is great like this is I'm living in like my best life (laughs) exactly exactly and um I mean it's just like the small things if anything shiny keeps you interested shiny Mm -hmm. always keeps you interested like there was there was always moments where I was like 
maybe like other groups too and then I would always find myself going back to shiny like my top artist on spotify since 2016 has been shiny every single wrapped up every single spotify wrap has <laughs> always been shiny and I just I always go back like that's the crazy thing like they have more than just amazing discography they have amazing Japanese discography they have amazing solo content like I have my top five artists are literally shiny well, top six artists <laughs> shiny Jonghyun Kibum um Ejinki Onyu Taemin and and just and Minho his solo song like that's top six artists right there like mm-hmm. Spotify just doesn't know they're all the same person, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> really, they don't group them up. They don't. They're just kind of like, so this is your top six artists. And I'm like, so I basically don't have a life. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like this can be so cheesy, but there's like no other group I'd rather have us like an alt if that makes sense exactly this is is a great place to be (laughs) a great little family to be in exactly and the thing is that I feel like especially in career in the help industry there's always that fear that you'll die out Mm -hmm. there's always that fear that you as a group I'm talking about like a k-pop group or anything that they always have a fear that they're gonna die out and the thing is that I've never had that fear about Shiny ever in my life. Everyone's like, every turn 30, if you're still here, you're timeless. And I feel like Shiny is the the timeless TM trademark. The timeless. Absolutely. And Super Junior. Super Junior is also very timeless. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the thing is, like, you never get that sense of like, this isn't something that I want to do for as long as I can from them like they're very serious about like we are very close both as a group and with the fans and as much as we can we do want to continue this we do want to keep making music we're just making memories so that's exactly nice. and I can see them you know in their 40s <clears throat> of course it's a crazy concept think about them being married and have children by then probably if they can <laughs> god yeah <laughs> um i mean of course like i want to see them i want to see them do well for the rest of their life like even if they don't make music anymore i want to see them be mcs or if i want i want to see them just still in the entertainment world and even if they do Absolutely. retire and they want to and they want to just settle down i would i would like to see updates like i would like to still see them on instagram posting pictures of their kids especially minho Minho needs to have a family. I will fight. I will fight whatever supreme deity is out there in this world. It doesn't have to be God. It has to be, it can be Buddha. It can be anything. Just, just give this man a family. I will vouch. All of them. Give them all family. Especially Jinky too. Jinky is a family. He needs a good wife takes care of him. They can cook for. Um, Keep up needs a, a good partner. Doesn't have to be. A, it can be anything. Like they can. They don't have to date. They don't have to date women. They can have men. They can have. They can. They can have partners that are men. They can have partners that are non-binary. Like come on, give them something. <laughs> exactly. It just needs to be. It literally just needs to be like something, someone. I don't care if they like buy an entire like litter of cats and they become a cat cat. <laughs> They just need a companion. Uh, maybe they don't want one, right? We don't, I don't know that for sure. But if they want one, I want that for them. Exactly. If they want one, that's especially important. Right, because I don't want to force it on them. They're like, you need to have a family. But yeah, we, there's like two extremes. You either force, force it onto them or you just don't want them to have anything. But we're not there. We're in the middle. We're neutral ground here exactly exactly i i just i want them to have i feel like anything this 13th anniversary mark that's you know 13th is not really necessarily like a 10th or a 20th or a 15th anniversary is that de- definitely like those odd ones where you just you just embrace the fact that they're still around mm-hmm. i'm just i want them to be happy 
That's all I want to take away from 13th anniversary. I just want them to be happy. Absolutely. That's the takeaway. Like, they literally don't have to keep holding events on their anniversary. If they just go out for dinner as a group and post a selfie, I'm like, this is the best day ever. Like, I don't need anything else. Exactly. And I just, I want them to not have, to not let anti-fans affect them too much. I feel like we're still in that weird spot where we still have all that drama that's going on right now and just let them embrace being shiny. Let them embrace how much they've grown as people in these last 13 years. And if anything, like I said, I just want them to be happy. I want them to be proud of who they are. I want them to love themselves and and. And just don't worry about us as much because I feel like they always worry about us, which is insane. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're okay. Please we're okay. About, please worry about yourself, your own health, mental health, because we want you to. Exactly. We're taking care of ourselves. Uh, we're great guys. Exactly, exactly. I how, about, so. how about a good old new word for me to learn? Oh, you're right. it's it's finally nice out because it's been cold here actually so i'll teach you the word for summer okay verano verano yes (laughs) and in chinese it's a shatian shatian my voice is like naturally deeper so when you say it it sounds much nicer than the way that i can but yeah it's just it's just like a Straight downtown. It's just xia. Xia. Xia tian, which is like, it's like a little more of like a higher tone. Xia tian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's your, that's, yay! Language learning. We keep that <laughs> language learning category on our, on our podcast, I guess. <laughs> yes. All right, maybe we should end it here. All right, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.